0: All right. Well, hello, CPA Masterminders. Today's uh, welcome to today's training on niche drama. Um, today is Wednesday, August twenty fourth. My name is Emma Richter. I'm a former CPA. I've worked in um, private and public accounting, and I've been an accounting professor for the last twenty years. And I'm a certified life coach, and I love this kind of work. And I think it's important for everyone. But I think it's there's a special kind of magic that comes with the type of thinker, like a CPA, who's analytical and logical. And then if you add life coaching work, it um, really will uplevel everything that you do. And you hear the word mindset thrown around a lot these days, and that's what we are working on. That's what life coaches can help you with, is your mindset. Because really, your mindset is just your thoughts that you think and believe on a regular basis. So, um, notice I said the thoughts that you actually believe, meaning you don't have to believe all of your own thoughts. You can challenge thoughts that you have and decide whether you like them and whether you want to keep them, um, which is kind of a cool idea. So, this is being recorded, and you will be able to get the audio replay within 48 hours on the private podcast feed. So, the agenda is I will talk for you know, 10, 15 minutes, and then we'll go to coaching, live coaching, and um, feel free to put anything in the Q&A, any questions or comments that you have. Um, If you want live coaching, when we get there, you just raise your little hand icon, and I'll bring you on live. Uh, Please be safe, not driving, and if possible, be in a quiet and distraction-free location. Um, you can change your name to anonymous. And just so you know, coaching helps everybody, whether on this call or later listening to the replay, whatever you get coached on will help everybody who's listening. All righty. Oh, you can um, submit questions in advance by emailing hello at geraldinecarter.com. And speaking of coaching, don't forget your 20-minute private coaching sessions inside the CPA mastermind page. Um, 20 minutes might not seem like a lot of time, but it is surprising how much clarity you can get on an issue with a coach, working with a coach. They can both help you with your focus and they can observe your thoughts as an independent observer. I like to think about it like a golf coach. A golf coach observe your swing from a very different vantage point than you do making the swing, and they can help clear up any problems much faster because they can see things that you don't see. And um, a coach is the same way. And remember, this is the 20 minutes is private. It's not recorded. It's never replayed anywhere. So um, if there's something you want to talk to about to a coach in private, the 20 minutes is the perfect time to do that. Okay, so today we are talking about niche drama. Niche drama is really just your mindset about your niche, which is just your thoughts. And you can become either, I, I like these two words, but you can become either a nicheaholic or a never nicher. So a nicheaholic is somebody who they decide on a niche and they think, yeah, this is a great idea. I'm going to try this niche. And then very shortly, they jump right out and think, no, no, if it's all wrong. I'm going to pick a new niche. And they just keep going from thing to thing, looking for the perfect niche, looking for something they're not going to get from whatever niche it is. And we're going to go over some of the thoughts today that may be causing you to do that, jumping from niche to niche and never settling on one. Um, and never nicher is somebody who maybe wants to pick a niche, but they never do because they can't ever find the right niche or the perfect niche. And I'm going to say later that, um, and I'll explain it later, but I, in my opinion, you already have a niche, whether you you realize it or not. So it's just a matter of, are you going to pick it on purpose or are you going to let the market pick your niche for you? So. Um, there's some general reasons that people are reluctant to settle on a niche. And one of those is that they're nice people and they don't want to turn anybody away. But I did a training on um, a couple of weeks ago on quality clients. The idea is quality, not quantity. We're not just trying to get as many clients as we can, but we're trying to pick the best clients for us. And that is what's behind the idea of a niche is to define your quality client. And that all sounds really great. Um, yes, I wanna have you know clients who are in my area and clients that I like working with and all sounds great until you have a person sitting in front of you who's not in your niche, but you kind of like them or they seem to really need your help or they were referred to you by a friend. And then it's hard to turn them down so if you have the thought i should help everyone that i can or i can help them so i should you're gonna feel obligated and remember in all this training of mindset work your thoughts create your feelings which create your actions so if you have the thought i should help everyone because i can and that leads to the maybe the feeling of trapped or obligated, you're going to have different actions. Okay. And those actions probably are not going to be to turn that person away or to send them on to someone else. So an up-leveled thought you could have, if you are feeling trapped by the clients that come to your door or the clients that you already have, that you would rather not have, if you're feeling trapped by that, then an up-leveled thought would be, I want the best for my clients even if that's not me and that leaves you feeling maybe generous because that's really true when you get down to it. I'm sure you want to help that person, but really what you want is you want the best for them. And if they have a restaurant and you don't want to have a niche in restaurants and aren't interested in learning about restaurants, then you really aren't the best person for them. And there will be someone out there who will be the best person for them and will treasure them as a client. So when you're saying no, you're really wanting the best for them and you're just telling them, I'm not it. I'm not the best practitioner for you. Okay, another uh, reason that you may, someone may have trouble settling on a niche is you may come up with this great idea and then you start looking around and you can't find anybody else who's doing it. And you think, um, why isn't anyone else doing this? And then maybe you decide, well, I should wait. I need to find someone else who's doing this so that I know it works. Which is kind of funny because the whole idea of having a niche is to kind of get out of the competition right? To set yourself aside, to set yourself apart. But then we want to do something that's different. And all of a sudden we think, well, I shouldn't do that because I don't have evidence of someone else doing it and them being successful. So if you feel like that, you may feel very cautious. Like, I think this is a good idea, but I had better wait until I find somebody else who's already doing it. But an up-leveled thought from that could be, I'm gonna create a brand new niche. And you might feel adventurous. And if the whole idea is to set yourself apart from the competition, having a niche that you can't find anybody else who's already doing it, seems like it would be the perfect place to start, to try out your niche. So if you're feeling adventurous, you give it a try. You get in there and you start working on it. And you give it a good long try so that, you know, it either does work or it doesn't work for you. But if you're feeling adventurous, you're in for the long haul, there's ups, there's downs, and you're going to stick it out and see if you can make this new idea work. Now there's another, another general reason people don't stick with niches and this kind of leads you to become a nicheaholic, I think is you get this idea, I'm going to have this niche and I'm going to start it out. And then it doesn't really feel good. Like it doesn't feel amazing. And you have this idea that, well, if it's the right niche, if it's the perfect niche for me, I'm going to get into it and it's going to feel amazing. But the truth is that our brains like to be efficient and they don't, Our brains don't like to think new things because that takes effort. And they would rather just regenerate the same thoughts that you have been generating on a habit. So the things that you've been thinking habitually, your brain just wants to repeat. So when you start something new, it's not going to feel good. And so if you have this thought that this should feel good and it doesn't, you're probably not going to stick with it. But an upleveled thought would be my brain just likes to be efficient and this is something new. It's expected. And then you can be patient. And after you've gotten into your niche for a while and you've gotten, you know, gotten going, you've learned, you've established some relationships, it's going to start to feel a lot better because you will have started building these new habits and your brain will like that and then it will feel good. So if it doesn't feel good right away, It's to be expected. And if you know that, then you can be patient. Okay, I like number four, especially, because it's easy to look around and think, well, there are successful people without a niche. And that is true. Not everyone has an overt niche that they talk about or that they even realize they have. But I'm going to say, and this is my idea, but I think everyone has a niche, whether they realize it or not. Because if you don't pick a niche, it's like if you don't make a choice, not making a choice is a choice. In other words, if you don't have a niche, then you're letting the market pick the niche for you, meaning your niche may be anybody who walks in your door. That's who I focus on. Anybody who wants to hire me. So If you're okay with that, that's fine. But realize that your niche is being picked for you by the market. It's not that you don't have one. So if you want to be more in control of who you work with, of what your niche is, who your quality clients are, then you pick it yourself. Whether that's done horizontally or vertically, you pick your niche rather than just letting the niche be anybody who calls me on the phone that's who my clients are so it's an idea of control and when you first start out i think it's perfectly wonderful for your niche to be anybody who's willing to pay me you know anybody who is willing to pay me is my niche because i'm just starting out and trying to keep my business going but then as you you're in business for a while and you get a little more sophisticated then you may decide you want to pick your own niche and not just have the market pick it for you. Okay, now I'm gonna go through a few ideas. Um, Geraldine talked about these benefits that um, you get from having a niche, but there may be some thoughts behind these ideas that are holding you back that you don't even realize. So, for example, one of the benefits of having a niche is it will deepen your expertise, right? It will allow you to learn, go deep, but narrow, learn much more about a particular idea, a particular section. But the problem with that is if you go deep, it means you're letting go of shallow knowledge. So say you've been working with doctors and lawyers and real estate investors and restaurant owners, And now you've decided you're gonna go with real estate investors. You might think, well, I'm wasting all of that knowledge that I have about all those other areas. Like the last couple of years, I I took the time to learn something about those areas and now I'm not even using that knowledge. And that might make you feel very inefficient or like you've wasted your time. But an up-leveled thought of that would be, all of the work I did before has brought me to this point. And then you feel prepared and ready to go. So it's not that that information is wasted. It all got you ready for your niche to go deep in this area. And none of this is true or not true. It's really just how you think about it. Um, you might think, and I actually had a CPA say this to me recently. I was a friend of mine and we went out to lunch and I asked her, I was like, so do you, does your firm have a niche? And she said, no, because she said, I think it would be repetitive and boring doing the same thing every day. And again, this isn't true or not true. There's no ultimate truth here. If you think it's boring, you will be bored. But an up-leveled thought that you could have about this would be, my business is dynamic and I'm always improving it. There's always something interesting going on. I'm always learning something new. I'm always changing things up. So the idea that it, having a niche would be boring because you would only be doing the same things, that's truly just a thought. So if you want to have a different thought, my business is dynamic and I'm always improving it um another idea another benefit is that you will be more efficient and it's easier to train staff because you'll have more streamlined processes but not everybody wants to immediately or ever hire staff and if you have the idea that I don't want to manage people you're going to feel resistant to picking a niche because you know that this benefit is, well, then you can, strain, you can train staff easier. But if you have the idea, I don't want to manage people, you might be resistant to picking a niche because it's sort of like, well, then you're going to end up hiring people and you don't want to. If you don't like that, an up leveled thought would be, anyone can learn to be a good manager. So maybe you'll hire staff, maybe you won't, but just the idea won't turn you off because you will believe, Anyone can learn to be a good manager. I can learn to be a good manager. All right, another one is systematizing. So if you have a niche, you can create systems in your business and not have to do everything, not have to micromanage so much, not have to be so hands-on yourself. That could be hard for someone with their own business, especially if you're a sole practitioner. You might think, I have to keep my eyes on everything. It's my business. I have to know what's going on. And that leaves you feeling very limited. So an up-leveled thought for that would be, my systems will be built around my processes. You're still in control. You still feel in control because you realize There will be systems, but they will be built on my processes. It's not losing control to some system. Um, One more is you can scale with less energy, but success brings its own discomfort. Um, It's kind of like my husband drives a car that's really fast, and I will never let any of our kids drive it because this car can get out from under you very easily. And a business can be like that too. A business that's growing quickly can get out from under you. And that's kind of scary, especially again, if you've been a sole practitioner and you wanna keep control of your business. But an up-leveled thought of that is my skills will grow with my company. As my company gets bigger, I will learn more and you feel ready. And the last benefit I'm gonna talk about, I'm not gonna talk about prices equaling value, because we did a whole, that's a whole subject in itself that we've talked about. Um, I did a training on that a couple of weeks ago about um, pricing and value. Um, But that is definitely something that goes with niching, but I won't cover that today. But the last topic is you can learn to market more effectively, right? So you'll have their pain, their dream, your fix. And niching gives you a connection point with your prospective clients. But a problem with that could be a lot of people don't like marketing and they don't like the idea of marketing and they feel like marketing is salesy or pushy and it's embarrassing. So if the idea of getting a niche and then I can market to these people feels icky, an up-level thought for that could be if you think of marketing as educating. I'm just educating my prospective clients on what I do and how I can help them. It's not salesy, that's not pushy, it's just educating them. And that might make you feel more confident to move forward. So these are just some um, thoughts behind picking your niche and not how to pick your niche and what niche to pick. But once you've done that, maybe some ideas of why you're not implementing it. Because you can know what to do, but actually doing it is very different. And this is the kind of stuff that we are happy to help you with and are in the 20-minute coaching to try to uncover the thoughts behind your actions. So like, I know what my niche is. I need to move forward and I'm not. That's a great um, thing to get coached on to help you figure that out. Okay, so that is what I have for today. I just want to encourage you guys to make your 20-minute coaching session appointments because you'll be surprised at how much you can clarify. All right, well, everybody have, have a great rest of your day.